Hey everyone, Cole Turnbull with Coraline Advice Givers, where we interview Coraline business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Coraline residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. Today, we're joined by Tom Morgan, founder of the Lake City Bicycle Collective, who, after identifying a gap in our community, Tom realized there were many kids who didn't have bikes to ride. So he came up with the idea of the Lake City Bicycle Collective. It all started with one kid, one bike, and we'll get into that story, as well as some of the challenges and issues we face as a community today. Thanks for coming on the show, Tom. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hey, we're going to dive into you as a person, as, as well as the Bicycle Collective shortly. No. But first, we're going to get to know you you know, a little bit more and do a little rapid fire, all right? Sure. So let's have some fun. Where did you grow up? Right here in uh, North Idaho. Favorite childhood pastime? Riding my bike. What's your favorite song that like gets you in the zone? Uh, you know, I don't have a favorite. I I uh, turn on the radio to like some classic oldies and just turn it up. Go to restaurant. Oh, that's a tough one. Depends on what you're trying to what you're trying to have. Um, I'm really kind of liking uh, Momo right now, right downtown. Um, the uh, it, yeah. Anyway, it, it's good. It's uh, from it fits your budget, you know, and uh, you get the experience of a a really kind of an upscale spendy meal, and it doesn't doesn't cost you an arm or leg. Nice. Favorite Cordelaine season? Um, I would say right now. I really like late late summer into fall. Um, it's a it's a great time to ride your bike. You know, you can uh, you can just put on miles and miles, and and uh, you don't get too hot. It's it's a great. Yeah, I like leaves are falling, lots of stuff to see. It's a good time of year. Cats or dogs? Dogs. What's something you like to do the old fashioned way? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'd say uh, at 50 years old, I most everything I do is the old fashioned way. Uh, I, I'm really into um, vintage bicycles, so when I'm not turning wrenches on on the new bikes. Uh, um, I really, really like to spend my free time working on antique, vintage stuff. So I'd say if I had to do something the old-fashioned way, is probably also ride my bike. <laughs> What's the best day of the week? Saturday. Why? It's the day I get to come up here and, and uh, you know, being doing what I do uh, as, a, as a service professional, I, you know, I get to have... A lot of conversations with people, and it's really fantastic, but it's in a different kind of environment. Um, up here, uh, you know, it's adults, it's kids, it's uh, watching them interact with the bikes, watching them interact with each other, um, and having the opportunity to be, to, it, just to experience that. It's, yeah, Saturday for sure is my favorite day of the week. If you could only have three books for the rest of your life, what would they be? Um... One would probably be a bike repair manual. Uh, <laughs> two would be um, uh, anything by Jack London. I uh, when I was a kid, I I must have read Call of the Wild a hundred times. You know, you're right, White Fang. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading that book mm -hmm. and Call of the Wild. Yeah. Nope. What's your favorite aspect of Coeur d'Alene? Um, I love how. It, it it's still a small community. Um, being uh, doing what I'm doing here, I've had the opportunity to to make some connections to uh, some of the city leaders, um, and I'm really impressed with uh, with the way that um, the mayor and city council and and even the guys that work in this building here, the parks department, uh, at the way they they care about their community and uh and the effort that they put in you can you can see that they that they care and uh i really like that nice. all right so that kind of wraps up rapid fire now we're going to dive a little deeper uh into it so we're sitting here in in the building mm -hmm. you know where you call home to the lake city bicycle collective mm -hmm. but let's start from the beginning of the journey with the collective, what's what's the story? How did how did it all begin? You know, I um, again, I I uh, I've been a, a air conditioner furnace repairman for many years, and 
years ago, I had a, probably 15 years ago, I had a situation where, uh, um, you know, I showed up to a, to a person's house to work on the air conditioner. It was summertime and, and school was out. And, and, um, I remember when I, when I drove up in front of the house, there was a young man with his, uh, I don't know, he must've been nine or 10 with his bicycle turned upside down on the handlebars. And, and I could see the inner tube hanging out of the back wheel. And, um, he was clearly upset. And, uh, and so I, you know, I was, I was there for, uh, for a purpose. And so I went in and I did my thing and, you know, 45 minutes later or so I came back outside and, and he had come in and out of the house a couple of times. And I'd heard a couple of interactions with, with he and his mother. And, and, uh, he was clearly not, he was upset that his bike wasn't working and, and she had no, she didn't know how to help him. And so, you know, I go back out to the truck and I'm carrying a bag full of tools and I'm a bicycle guy and they don't necessarily know that. And, so I went back over to the to the house and I asked his mom. Uh, I said, "Would you, you know, I got a little bit of time. Would you mind if I helped him out with his bicycle a little bit?" And she's like, "Oh, that would be wonderful." So um, I just I went back over there and I sat down on the ground next to him, cross-legged, and started talking to him about what was going on. And you know, his friends were gone on their bikes and he couldn't go. His bike, he couldn't ride his bike. So uh, anyway, so I spent the next you know twenty five minutes or so with him. Uh, um, you know, pulling the, pulling the tire off of the bike and, and, uh, putting the tube back in. Luckily it didn't have a hole in it. It was just had gone flat from, you know, sitting all, all through the school year, I guess. And he hadn't really tried to ride it much until school was out. And, and, uh, you know, one thing led to another and the inner tube ended up hanging out the side of the side of the wheel and, or the tire. And, uh, so we got the tire back in, got him aired back up, got him gone you know, he didn't really even say thank you or, or he just got on the bike and took off. You know, he knew where the friends were and he was gone like a shot. But, uh, you know, I couldn't stop grinning for the rest of the day. And um, and I thought, you know, that's that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. I, well, I'd like to do that 10 times a day, you know. And uh, I just I set on the path to, to do that. You know, it, it, uh, it started with... Uh, um, you know, the next place I went to, not the very next house, but within a day or two, um, you know, I was working on someone's air conditioner in the backyard and leaning up against the tree in the backyard is this old, old bicycle. And, and, uh, so as I'm at the end of the repair, I'm, I'm, uh, writing up the invoice and I'm talking to the, to the, this time it was a, a, a man. And I said, Hey, what are you going to do with that old bicycle outside? And, uh, we had a very, you know, pretty brief conversation. He's like, Oh, that thing was that thing's headed for the dump, you know, in the springtime when I, when I clean up and, and, uh, I said, well, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to have it, uh, I'll fix it up. And I got a, I got a kid in mind that, that doesn't have a bicycle. And he was like, you know what, that's, that's a way better use for it than what I was going to do with it. So he let me have it. And, uh, and that really kind of sparked the idea, you know? And so from, from then on, uh, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't bashful at all about, you know, if there was an old bike <laughs> leaning up against a garage or, you know, just laying in the backyard or, or something, uh, if I could clearly see that, you know, that it was in disrepair and wasn't in being used, you know, I, I wasn't bashful about asking, you know, hey, can I, can I take that? I got a, I got a good use for that. And, uh, um, it, it, that's really where it began. Um, eventually I had a, I don't know, probably three years ago, I had a customer that's a, um, an attorney here in town and, he asked me, had I ever considered forming a nonprofit organization? And I, I hadn't really. And uh, so we had a brief conversation. Well, the funny thing was, is he's like, hey, I got something for you. So it's pretty, pretty common for me to show up to, to do someone's, you know, spring or fall uh, checkup on their HVAC equipment and for them to have found a bicycle somewhere and set it aside for me. And, and uh, so I probably bring, you know, maybe three or four bikes a week back here that come from uh, people in the community who know what I do, who find these bikes, hang onto these bikes, save these bikes. I, I got one guy that runs around to garage sales on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. And, and uh, you know, if he can find a bike for five bucks, he'll pick it up and, and bring it here. So um, there's a lot of people. This has connected a lot of people. So Nice. So... <clears throat> What was it that you saw, you know, as far as the niche in the community of, you know, I, people, kids that, that needed help, that needed bikes, that, you know, something that there's, most people there's don't a, think you know, about? Coeur is a, Coeur is a community that has, um, 
the full spectrum of of incomes. You know, I'll I'll uh, I'll work. You know, on a five million dollar mansion. You know, in one call, and and later on in the same day, you know, I might be somewhere else in the county. You know, in a working in a you know single wide manufactured home. So. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just just saying that uh, you know you can see the people that that have the opportunity to have everything, and then you can see the people that work really hard and and struggle. And so, you know, sometimes the kids don't have stuff, and it's it's not their fault. You know, uh, kids are kind of at the mercy of of whoever's taking care of them. You know, and mm-hmm. and so. Um, and again, families work hard and they struggle. You know, I, I came from a, a low income family and, you know, I'm the oldest of six. And I think for six kids, we had three bicycles, you know, and, uh, some people with six kids have no bicycles. And, and so I thought, you know, there's, there's something that I can do about that. And, and, uh, so I set about making it happen. Yeah. So growing up, you know, when you have six kids and three bikes, I'm sure there was many times, you know that you can remember where like, man, you know, I wish we had a bike, you know, bike Absolutely. for every kid. I wish I had a bike of my own was the, was, you know, wish I had a bike of my own, you know, and, and when there's six kids and there's, you know, th- and there's three bikes, it's fairly common to think, you know, Hey, I want to go somewhere. I want to jump on the bike and you go outside and they're all gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause the other kids got them. And, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's 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 tough. People work hard and struggle and my parents worked really hard, but you know, there was there were six of us and it was it was difficult sometimes. So I mean, you're clear, clearly passionate about bikes. Absolutely. What is what was it inside of you after, you know, those first couple encounters with, you know, people and kids and stuff that were like, "You know what? I'm going to run with this and there's, you know, my purpose in life is to, you know, love of bikes and my mission, you know, to help, help bring those bikes back to life, you know, for kids. What was it in you that kind of lit that spark and kept that fire going? You know, um, if you, if you see the face of a, of a kid that, that you give, you know, their own bicycle to, um, you know, I, I, I tell you, so last, last Christmas we were, we were delivering bikes right up until, Christmas Eve, and uh, you know, uh, um, you 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 take the bike and you and you you know give it to the mom, and you know sometimes they were you know going to be given Christmas Day. Sometimes the kid was there to for me to hand it right to them, and and I tell you what, they they cry, their moms cry, you know, we cry. It's it's uh, the the human connection, the the um, I, I tell you, it, it feels good. There's, there's no, I don't know how else to say it. There's, there's, you know, doing something for somebody else feels good. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, my hope is, is that, that, uh, that these kids, you know, you're, you're paying it forward. So you're, you know, some of these kids, you know, these bikes, we've been doing this now for, for almost two years, and so I've got uh, I've got kids that have come in, you know, early when we first had moved in here, that were small, and kids grow, you know, rapidly, and so they came in, they got their first little bike here, and you know, now two years later, um, I had a, a a mom come in here with four little kids, and she was dropping two of the bikes off, uh, and and moving up to two bigger bikes, and then the so that you know because there're four of them they're in stair steps and uh, and uh and so the two small kids had moved into two of the bigger bikes that the kids had taken a couple of years ago and the two bigger kids were bringing their bikes back that were too small and and we took them back in put them back through the the cleanup process put them back outside but but that day they took two bigger bikes and and a, and bigger helmets cuz obviously when they grow tall everything else grows too and uh and so we were able to establish a, a connection to that family, a relationship with those kids, and and really, you know, I I would hope that these kids would develop a love of bicycles now that lasts them, 
you know, through the rest of their life. And right now they're, they're young and they're, they're coming in here and they're getting, you know, they're picking out, you know, the best bike that they can, that they can get from us. And, and, uh, but when they're older, you know, these kids are going to grow up, they're going to be, you know, they're going to have jobs, they're going to, you know, they're going to move into, into society like the rest of us, everybody does. And, you know, they're going to be having kids of their own. And, and, uh, so as an economic driver, you know, these, hopefully these kids will be in a situation where that maybe they can go to one of the bike shops or something and, and buy a bike. I mean, these bikes are good bikes, but they're not, they're not, you know, the, the quality of bikes that like a bike shop sells, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're entry level, they're, they're box door bikes and, and, uh, they're great for, for the purpose, but you know, uh, um, and who knows, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're struggling too and so they end up coming in here and bringing their kids in to get bikes i i just i hope uh that this is something that continues on and honestly that's something else i think of is you know at 50 years old (laughs) you know i figure i got another you know really 10 years of 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 working at the pace that i'm at but my hope is that i meet somebody along the way that loves what we're doing as much as we are and that that i can hand the reins of this thing off to to somebody else in the future and and it continues to go i I'd, I'd like to know that, uh, that this thing will be here in, you know, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, uh, doing what we're doing and hopefully doing it better. How many bikes do you guys provide in a year's time or, you know, average? Uh, we are so far this year, we're around 220 have gone out that door. Uh, last year, the first year we were in here, I think it was about 140, and, um, you know, Christmas hasn't even come yet. So I, I anticipate, you know, moving, you know, last year we did 33 bikes, I think as Christmas gifts. I, I really anticipate that, we, you know, we could double that this year. Um, but I, I anticipate it as, as probably at least 50 more will go, will go out before the end of the year. So, you know, we're at two twenties really, we'll have we're really close to 300 bikes. We'll, we'll go through these doors this year. So pretty, uh, pretty proud of that and then i imagine that's something you know that's you're probably getting your you know your name and what you guys are doing out to the community you know so kids and well we we talked you know uh in the beginning it was you know we had a strong connection to um teachers in the 271 school district it was teachers and counselors and and i live right over by lakes uh middle school and so i I, uh, I knew a teacher that worked there and he connected me to a counselor that worked there. And turns out that, that, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but, uh, the principal at that school had, I had actually gone to school with at, uh, Lakeland since, uh, middle school. And, uh, so it was kind of good to, to reconnect with him. And, and so that really, that connection to the, at Lakes middle school is what started the whole connection into, um, the 271 school district. And, uh, I met a fella, um, by the name of James Kerb who works, uh, in after school programs. And he, he works with, uh, he works with kids that are families that are struggling. And, uh, and James, man, that, that guy, uh, passionate, he loves what he does. And, uh, James was a fantastic connection. And James got me into, you know, half a dozen other schools. And, uh, um, yeah, that was, that, that really opened a lot of doors for us. And, and, uh, so right now I'm, I'm working with, uh, I've got a couple of church organizations that we help get bicycles to and, and then, uh, other, other nonprofits. And, uh, um, St. Vinny's has a trans transitional housing program. Uh, Holy Family, uh, has a, a, uh, a transitional, uh, program. Um, they've got a guy that works at Holy Family and at, uh, um, or not Holy Family. Um, no, great name escapes me at this time, but anyway, there's a guy that works at St. Vincent's. His name's Clark and, uh, Clark is, uh, he's a bike nut just like I am. And he's had a program down there for a while where he helps the, the people that are in the, in the housing uh, program there, uh, helps keep them on bikes. You know, they're, they're in that program, they're trying to get to work and they're trying to, you know, trying to, um, get back on their feet from whatever Mm -hmm. their situation is. And Clark's been helping with that for quite a while. And, and so that connection was a great connection up here. And, and, uh, so he and I talk pretty frequently and, you know, he's always calling me up and saying, you know, Hey, I need some, 
parts for this, or I got some people that need something and I can't really help them. I think you can. And, and, uh, so again, it's just, you know, you, you make your, your connections and, but, but really it's, it's not something that happens, you know, you, you'd think there'd be a, some big platform where you go out and go, Hey, we're here and we're doing this thing. And the people would just, you know, come in and, and that hasn't really been the way we've had a couple of situations where we've done some stuff that's, that's, uh, garnered us a you know a newspaper article or something and and that usually creates a a quick flurry but then it's it's gone as fast as it arrives um the connections that have stuck and and kept going and have really been the slow kind of groundswell of what what's happening here are the one-on-one connections you know you meet a family and well here's the normal scenario get a call from the school I've got a kid in my class that that could benefit from from a bicycle. And you know, in the beginning I used to just take a bike up to the school and hand it off and and uh but then I thought, well that's that's really probably not the best way. You know, I'm was the oldest of six kids. This kid is probably a member of a of a household that's got, you know, kids other kids as well. So, you know, I know how I kind of didn't like having three bicycles in a six kid house and so I thought, why would I want to you know, infuse one bicycle into it. So then it was, you know, Hey, do you mind if I, you know, thanks for the, thanks for the lead. Um, do you mind if I call the, call the mom, talk to, talk to the parent. And, uh, and so usually a request for one bike in a classroom ends up being, you know, three or four bikes provided for a whole family. And, uh, and that's, I mean, that makes an impression on people. And so that mom, talks to another mom who talks to another mom and and so this has really really kind of been one family at a time that's that's been the most impactful um um consistent uh growth so so out of you know I'm now over the years I'm sure you've had plenty of times you know where you've been touched teared up you know, whatever connecting with absolutely with one of these families. Absolutely, you want to share a story, maybe of of one particular time that really, you know, like man, like go to bed feeling real good about yourself. Um, you know, there's been a lot of them. Uh, again, you know, it's it's. Um, I, I love this time of year. Uh, you know, as we're getting closer to the holidays, because it really everybody becomes you know more mindful of of needs in you know in general and uh um uh, but i i you know i i um I, I used to have you know one story maybe or two stories that that really used to crush me but uh i think you know right now the the thing is is um you know when you when you see a a family that's that's clearly struggling. I mean, I have I have folks that that come in here that they don't they don't own a car. Um, you know, the bicycle is their only means of transportation. Uh, I think um, probably one of the one of the ones that got me the most is um, um, there was a a gal that came in that uh, you know she she was a single mom because. Uh, her husband had been had lost his life in uh Iraq and uh you know the uh so there's no there's no you know father figure in the house anymore and and uh um you know she's still quite upset about it and when she sees the 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 boys two young boys you know struggling through that um you know it was it was hard for her and so when she's telling the story, it's, you know, it's hard for me. It's hard for anybody that hears that. And, uh, so to have the opportunity to, to spend, you know, time with those, with those kids, um, that's huge. And, uh, you know, that wasn't even necessarily a, a bicycle related story other than, you know, she came in to, to get bikes for them. Um, and, you know, they, they found the bikes they wanted and, and, uh, but, you know, again, to be to be able to be here to provide, you know, something as as simple as a bicycle. I think I think a lot of us 
look at a bike as a like a toy, like a plaything, you know, or that thing that we we get on to, you know, just to cruise downtown and grab a bite to eat or something. Um, and we don't look at it the way that uh, you know, it's it's a tool. I mean, it's it's absolutely a a tool. It's got great utility, you know, and and um, and so if you're someone that's that's you know struggling and and just can't afford the burden of of uh, owning a car and I say burden because it's you know it if you're struggling financially a, a car really is a burden and uh, keeping it in repair and keeping it full of gas and keeping it you know keeping tires on the thing you know they're expensive and uh, um, so a bicycle is is absolutely an inexpensive way to get you to all the things the same places that a car will get you to you, 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 you don't have as much range, I suppose, but uh, you really can, you really can build a, a life around the places that you can get to on your bicycle. You know, you can reach the grocery store, you can, you can reach the laundromat, you can get to the doctor's office, you can, you can get to all the necessities uh, on your bike, and um, at very little, little cost and hardly any maintenance. Uh, absolutely a a utility tool. I know I got off topic there, but no, that's all right. That's all right. It happens. <laughs> See, you're clearly, uh, you know, you're passionate. I'm about a fan it, of so. the bike. You know, I, I <clears throat> drive a truck every day. I have to, because you know, the, the, the work I do requires me to be able to haul, you know, tools and parts and pieces around. But, uh, you know, when I'm not driving my truck, you know, quick runs to, you know, the quickie Mart or, or wherever, you know, um, when I'm out of my truck at the end of the day, I'm out of my truck, you know, mm-hmm. and if I got to go somewhere, uh, you know, my, my kitchen is actually, or dining room actually is a bike parking lot because, uh, I got a bike in there. My wife has two bikes in there, you know, and, uh, um, my wife, you know, she's actually, she rides her bike probably 300 days a year. She rides in the snow, she rides in the rain, um, and just a quick, quick, uh, you know, shout out to her um i couldn't you're married you know this you, yeah. you know a, a, a wife really <clears throat> helps helps a husband meet his full potential you know and uh she most definitely helps me meet mine and uh, i couldn't be doing you know most saturdays you come up here and that i'm up here she's up here too you know and uh um it's yeah Phew, i Thank God for her every day. Yeah, you have to have the support, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we're going to dive in a little bit now, more or less, uh, you know, the the business side of, sure. of the things and, you know, what keeps you guys ticking and going. So, sure. Um, what has been the biggest challenge of, you know, running the Bicycle Collective? Um, you know, we all we always need money. And, uh, you know, the... the uh, we try our very best to, you know, the bikes come in. Sometimes it takes, you know, four broken down bikes to build one good one. Um, but a lot of times, you know, there's you can't find the part you need on one of the other bikes. And so you have to be able to, to, to buy stuff. And uh, um, so money has been a, has been a, a you know, it's any, any nonprofit will tell you, money is, is something that they need. Um, Really, probably for for me personally is is time, uh, because again, I'm I'm you know I'm I own an HVAC repair company, uh, and actually I'm you know I say that, that I'm one guy with one truck you know so I I run 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 and uh, you know I probably put in you know 50 hours a week doing that, and then I come up here and I put you know another 20 or 30 hours a week into this, and. Um, I have been able to, uh, recently, um, I was telling you earlier about, you know, we, we, we try to get volunteers to come in and help. And a lot of people go, gosh, I'd like to help with that, but, but I don't really know how to fix a bike. And so we found that it was intimidating to some people. So we actually started doing, uh, evenings after work where we were doing, instead of fix it, we were doing, take it apart. We need a lot of stuff taken apart. And so, that was less stressful for people, you know. You don't have to know how to do anything. You don't have to have any tools. We have all the stuff. Just come up here and help us take stuff apart. And by taking stuff apart, people were learning how things 
go back together. And so I have a, a volunteer now that comes in every Thursday, every Thursday, that that can now, uh, with very little help, uh, uh, assemble. If I took a bike apart, uh, this guy could put it back together. And and he found the he found the courage to do that by coming to uh, take it apart night. And he's like, man, that was fun. So he came back the, for the next one, and he came back for the next one. And and uh, finally, he's like, you know, I think I I think I'm ready to start putting some of this stuff back together. And so, you know, for for you know that was over the course of a couple of months. So he came to you know we had one take it apart night per week, and so he came to all four of those and. And then he finally, you know, said, I want to put stuff back together. And so then we did, uh, the whole month we did put it back together. And like I said, at this point, you know, he can, he can take a, like a coaster brake bike, something that doesn't have a bunch of cables, you know, and he can, he could completely disassemble one. Uh, and I've actually seen him do it right here in this room, take two or three other bikes and build one functioning good bicycle out of, out of, you know, three. And, uh, that's a skill that he learned right here in this, in this building, right here in this room. And, uh. Um, and so now he's, he's very, very helpful. There's been a couple of times where I couldn't stay. Uh, and so I would come up here, I'd unlock the door, I'd let him inside. There'd be a couple of folks that were, that were doing stuff. And I actually am to the point now where I can leave him alone in here and he can get stuff done. So, so get volunteers, you know, volunteers that know how to, to do stuff. Um, usually around Christmas time, I'll get a, uh, one or two bike mechanics, some of the guys that work in the local shops that will come in and put put hours in, um, and so that's always good. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I think the volunteer having volunteers to come in and and do stuff, money, and uh, you know we never have any shortage of bikes. Um, it's pretty easy to to uh, you know put out a quick blurb on a on a Facebook post or an Instagram post or or. Um, Sometimes uh, I like to go like once, maybe twice a year, and and go do the the um, I call it the circuit. But you know, you go and you hit a you hit a, the Kiwanis clubs, and you'll hit the Rotary groups, and you'll hit some of the business uh, organizations, and tell them about what you're doing, and 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 try to you know garner some support. And and so you know, in an organization that's got say 50 people in it. You know, you get a you get a lot of heads in the room nodding. You know, oh yeah, I I get that. I see how that I see how that could work. And and so out of those fifty, you'll get you know five or six of them that will that will you know bring some bikes by or 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 tell somebody else about you. And 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 out of a group that size, you'll probably get you know one person that really really gets it, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and becomes a, a regular supporting, you know, person. The nice thing about that is, you know, now that person is a part of that organization still, and, and they still talk to the, those folks once in a while. But yeah, it seems like I need to run around, you know, like I said, one, at least once a year and just hit a few of these organizations and people go, oh yeah, I remember you, you know, and, and again, it's great for a quick infusion, but uh, yeah, it's, sometimes I don't really get the long term. I'll tell you the, the group that has, that has been, um, really, really supportive. And I think it's because it's full of, uh, um, well, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, you know, and, uh, but the three C's, um, I, uh, I talked to those guys, no, probably nine months ago. And, uh, I tell you what, the, the financial support, the volumes of bikes, the, the, um, you know, just the, the constant encouragement, that that is a group of people that that gets stuff done in this in this city, the three C's. Yeah. So, <clears throat> volunteers, you know, you you're always you know, pretty much every nonprofit's you know always that's the challenges, right? Absolutely. Volunteers and capital. Absolutely. Of operating. Those are the you top guys, two. You guys have you know all these bikes out here that you've put together, and while you give away a lot, I know you said something earlier about you also sell. Sell we, bikes, we right? Do. Yeah, we that's have a to. Way of, we that's have a way to. of bringing some of that capital in Absolutely. for operating. Yep. And so, like, if someone's out there, like, hey, you know, like, I need a bike for myself or, or my kids, like, what what could they expect, you know, to come in here and, like, you know, to get a bike for and or, you know, what are they looking at? Usually, you know, a bike that you can pick up at a box store for, 
you know, 150 bucks, you can come in here and probably pick up for 50 bucks or less, you know. Um, again, there's there's a couple of them out there that we were looking at on the way in that uh, that are not they're not the typical bikes that we get. You mm -hmm. know, these are these are some high quality. And um, you know, the guy that donated them even said that you know he didn't anticipate that these would be bikes that were just given away. He says you use them how you want to, but he says I'm hoping that these can be bikes that can generate some income for you guys. And so, you know, that's that's what we're looking to do. Is you know, they're the the three bikes that in particular. You know. If you went to a, a bike shop and tried to purchase a bike along the lines of, of those, you're probably looking at somewhere in you know four to six hundred bucks mm -hmm. with the accessories that that those bikes have, and and uh, you know those bikes will probably go for 150 bucks a piece, so still a great value. Um, but you know the, the the program needs that, so you know just to put some perspective on it, you know a hundred bucks the way that we work here. We'll probably build four complete bicycles. So we usually end up with about 25 bucks a bike in the bikes. And that's the way we're set up right now. Right now we're all volunteer. Uh, we don't have a single paid uh, position. And uh, But, you know, the reality of it is, is if we ever really want to get uh, to get this thing, you know, going and, and make it, you know, self-sufficient, at some point we're going to have to have a, a paid employee. Yeah. And uh, um, and right now I can vision, you know, it too. And, uh, um, but, you know, with a little bit of support uh, in, the, in the beginning to get this thing functioning to its true potential, I think we can get to a point where we don't, we don't rely on on donation so much not not capital donation we need you know we need bikes to come in here the, the you know one of the things that you know we're not looking to sometimes people ask me why don't you give away new bikes it's like well there's you know the 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 landfill isn't clogged up with new bikes it's clogged up with good bikes that are getting thrown away you know the the uh the um you know the backyards all over town aren't full of brand new bikes they're full of you know again good bikes that are just in disrepair and not being used. And so, you know, I, I would much rather uh, repair and and refurbish, um, you know, something that's already out there and keep it out of, a, out of the landfill and, and just keep it from going to waste than to just buy more stuff. I don't, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the solution. So, um, no, yeah, and you guys, you said something to me earlier, and we were looking in your your room over here. You know, it's full of bikes, and you got the boneyard out back, yeah, and yeah. you guys repurposed. You know, sometimes you'll take four bikes, you know, five bikes, whatever, and you'll take parts off each of them and make one really good bike out of them, sure, right? And then absolutely. You have, you have other people around the community that use, you know, art schools and that sort of thing that are using the parts. Well, and and so you know, something else, I guess, when you go back to you, we the question earlier about you know the, the the struggles, you know, so, um, you know, capital volunteers and probably the other struggle that we deal with the most is just what to do with the number of bikes that we have. And, um, you know, when you, when a, when a bike goes to the, the landfill in the, in the form of a bicycle with tires, you know, as a bike, <clears throat> um, th those don't get recycled the way that they should, you know, uh, um, and even the recyclers won't won't take a bicycle. It has, excuse me, it has to be broken down to, you know, the the part that they'll take. So so uh, um, like a metal recycler will take the metal, but the only way to to get to the metal is to get all the other stuff off of it. So, you know, we need parts in here to build bikes, um, and uh, but we don't need a bunch of bikes, you know, standing around out back with one or two parts missing off of them. We need to strip that bike down bare, organize it into a bin uh, where it's easily accessible. And and what that does is that creates, you know, that that frame is metal, that frame is aluminum, and and they're recyclable. You know, um, sometimes folks come in and they want to find a frame that they want to build their own bike from the ground up. We have a few of those, but. Uh, Really, it's just there. It gets to be so much stuff that you have to get rid of some stuff, and so 
we don't want to go back and just throw it back out at the landfill. So we, we strip it off completely. And, you know, these bikes got plastic reflectors. If the reflector's good, we save it. If it's broken, it goes in a, in the plastic recycle bin. Uh, um, I've got a guy that, that comes in and, and, uh, takes the tires. And so the tires that are too dry rotted or, you know, just not going to be a bike tire again, uh, we pile them up and save them. And, and when I get about a hundred of them, uh, he comes and picks them up and, and he's got a, he's got a, some kind of industrial use for them. Uh, there's a guy over in, in Post Falls that uh, takes the old inner tubes, and uh, we don't really patch anything. A patch is a temporary fix. If you're out somewhere and you you know, get a flat and you need to get back home, use a patch. But for a permanent repair, we just we put a new tube in. And, uh, and we feel okay about doing that because, again, we've got somebody that takes the tubes and he makes belts and purses and wallets, and and so the old inner tubes find another use. You know, the old tires find another use. The the metal frames uh, get recycled and they find another use. Uh, the plastic finds another use. And uh, um, art community loves. Uh, well, they, they, you know, I don't. It depends on what they're building, but they seem to like, you know, gears and sprockets and chains and you know stuff like that. Those are the those are the ones that they're drawn to. Um, Gizmos, another organization here in town that that works with kids, uh, um, comes in and and at least once a year, sometimes more, and takes a truckload of bicycles and they go and build all these human powered machines. You know, they just the kids' imaginations are allowed to go wild and and uh, but the the art on the walls here behind us. Uh, there's another organization here in town called Emerge that uh, that helps connect people. To, to art, and uh, they're a nonprofit organization, uh, 501c3, just like I am, and, uh, um, you know, you can see the space that we're in is pretty industrial, you know, it was, uh, it was a National Guard armory, you know, I don't know, 60 years ago, 70, in, the, in the 40s and the 50s, and uh, um, maybe longer, I know there's, I talk to people in the community that, that come in here to donate, that, uh, that tell me they remember when the military trucks used to park here you know and and so the if you talk to the older folks that have been in the community forever they re, they remember that and so you know the place being i i, I like it i kind of like the industrial kind of grungy feel of it but uh um my wife really didn't she was like you know we need to do something in here to to brighten the space up and so um you know i had had a relationship with jane denny or i'm sorry jenny at uh emerge and and i had actually donated a a couple of my vintage bikes to her um, Day of the Dead. In fact, I think that's coming up pretty soon, next couple of weeks. Anyway, uh, they do a, an auction and a fundraiser every year. And so I had donated a couple of my uh, um, old uh, restored bikes to her organization. And and uh, so I called her up and I said, hey, uh, well, and at, at how I first met her was uh, she was working with a family. Um, she was working in the um, uh, transitional program with a family, uh, down at St. Vincent's. And, uh, and before I knew that she was involved with the Emerge, she was looking for some bikes for some kids for Christmas. And so that was my first connection with her. And, uh, again, you know, that, that one person, one at a time kind of connection. And, uh, and later I made the connection to, to Emerge. And, uh, but anyway, so like I said, I, you know, um, Shannon, uh, Irwin came down here, with uh with some kids and they spent you know a month in here uh conceptualizing looking at the space you know doing the grid work on the walls and i came down i was really interested in the whole process and and uh i like it i really like what they what they came up with and and the concept was was uh completely you know the idea of the of the kids i think uh the oldest kid that worked on it was um 17 i think uh you know, 13, 14, 15, you know, years old. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really become a, a great part of the space. You know, we like to come in here and turn on the lights and, you know, boom, you know, splash a color and it just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day, you know? Yeah, they definitely brought, brought some color and life sure, to those sure. brick walls, yeah. you know? My hope is, is that, um, I'm working on getting some permission to get, some of this type of stuff on the outside of the building because I, I, people come to drop stuff off and they're like, I'm not sure I'm in the right place. And so, um, 
I'd like to get something like this on the outside of the building so that when you get here, there's no mistake that you're mm-hmm. in the right place, you know? Yeah. Um, so what have you learned most about yourself since you started doing this? Um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I, that I wish. I, I wish that, uh, that I had had the courage to do this much sooner. Um, I, I, uh, a few years ago, um, the wife and I took a trip to Boise and we, of course we had our bikes on the back of the car and, and, uh, lived here my, in Idaho my whole life and I'd never been to Boise. And, uh, so we went to Boise and we got on that green belt that they have down there. This fantastic, this wonderful bike path that runs through the city that, that, uh, you know, I love the Centennial Trail here in North Idaho. It's a gem, but it, it doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. You know, it, it, uh, I mean, you can get on it here and you can get to there, but in, in between, it doesn't really connect you to the city. It kind of runs along the edge, you know, and, uh, and I get it, you know, it was a rails to trails program and they followed the railroad tracks, but, but, um, um, at any rate, that green belt in Boise runs through the, through the city, you know, it is, uh, so if you're a cyclist or a pedestrian, that, that green belt is really a highway. It's a, it's a city street. It's uh it's, it's connects you to things. And, uh, and so we, you know, we got on, it was fantastic. But anyway, I ran over, uh, this thing down there that they have all over the trail. They're called goat heads. And, uh, and so there's a particular plant down there. I'm not even sure what it is, but anyway, it drops these, these seed pods that are, that are just a ball of spines, and so I ran over it with my bike, and and uh, and actually, what happened was, and my wife was like, "Don't get off the trail! Don't get off the trail!" Well, I got off the trail and uh, got a flat tire, and so I was looking for somewhere to go, and someone directed me to this program down there called Boise Bicycle Project. They just had their 11-year anniversary last Saturday, and I walked into that building, and I was like, "What on earth was this?" I was I was in. I was in Wonderland. It was fantastic. And uh and so, you know, this was probably eight or eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. And and I talked about it forever. I mean, I must have drove my wife crazy talking about this thing. And and man, I wish somebody in Corlane would do something like that. I kept wishing for somebody else to do something like that and and it never never happened. And I and and honestly I I, I kind of daydreamed about doing it, but I thought, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. I just, I didn't have enough faith in myself to, to do that. You know, I, yeah, I just wasn't, doubt. I absolutely. I, I, so yeah, I, I doubted myself. I thought, man, I'm not the guy to do that. You know, some, somebody else needs to, needs to do that. I would love to, to help. I'd like to be a supporting member, but I just, I'm not the guy to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I waited and I waited and I waited and it never happened. And so, you know, I was having, again, sitting at the kitchen table, having a conversation. And so my wife was like, why don't just, why don't we just do it? Let's just do it. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, uh, I've learned in 50 years of being on this planet that, you know, the reason I didn't get it done, you know, 10 years ago, I guess is, uh, you know, it, things happen when they're supposed to. You know, I've I've tried in my life to to force things to to happen. I've tried to make things you know bend to my to my will, and and not always with a good result. In fact, rarely with a good result. You know, I think things are timely. When things are timely, they just come together. And and so, you know, the this was timely for me. It was it was timely. I I uh, again I you know I. It could have been timely ten years ago if I would have had the courage to try, but um, but you know right now it feels like um, it's timely. You know, uh, she finally persuaded me to to commit to it, um, and really what it was is she committed to me that that I would have her full support to commit to this, and and uh, you know my kids are almost all grown. Um, you know, I've met the right people, I've made the right, uh, relationships and it, it feels timely, you know, and, 
and uh, I'm happy with the with the success. You know, you always look at it and go, "Gosh, I wish this was better or that was better." And I think that's just you're going to have those growing pains. I don't I don't know that there's a what's that little cartoon where the guy adds water, you know, instant Martians or whatever, and you kaboom, mm-hmm. everything just pops up. But uh, you know, so there's no there's no instant bike co-op to my knowledge. You know, I've I've communicated with you know on a regular basis still with the guys in Boise. Um, Jimmy, the the executive director and the founder of that program, is he's a phenomenal guy, and uh, and so every time I get a chance to to meet with him, I, I do. Um, I've talked to the guys uh, uh, over in Missoula. Um, I've talked to there's a couple of different organizations that get a lot of national recognition in Colorado. There's an, uh, another little bike co-op in uh, uh, Moscow, and so I. I communicate with all of those guys, and uh, it's like, man, I've hit a hurdle. What What did you do when you got here? And uh, you you get different answers, but uh, but you get some answers. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of get an idea. So I have this own idea in my 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 own idea in my head, and and uh, but before I jump off and 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 do it, I try to get some input from some other places. And and so again, when I say timely, it's you know, it's it's uh, the support mechanism uh, is there the 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 um hunger from the community the is there the um uh you know the support mechanism for me of of you know my wife is there and yeah it's it's uh i'm also the she and i are also on the um the city of cordelaine pedestrian bicycle advisory committee um so we meet you know down at city hall once a month uh there's there's a pretty big organization there's you know a dozen or so people on the on the um you know on that on that board and and uh you know we just meet and we talk about stuff related to pedestrians and bicycles and uh people with disabilities and and uh access for everyone you know and uh anyway like i said i've just i made some great associations and I, again, I, I wish I had had the courage maybe to faith in myself, you know, 10 years ago to, to, to try it then. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer in that and everything happens for a reason. Right. And goes right with what you just you know drove home. Last question for you. So if you could get one message out to the community about the Lake city bicycle collective, what would it be? One message. Um, I, I guess, uh, well, I would say, one, you know, one, my request, I guess, would be that uh, um, take a minute and, and look at what we're doing. And, you know, if it touches your heart, help. There's, there's so many ways that you can. You can come up here and you can give time. You can, you can you know, hit that donate button and you can give a few bucks if you've got a, a dusty old bicycle and taking up space in your garage or rolling around in the backyard or something. And, and, uh, you know, it's not going to be used by you again and you don't have some family member or something to, to gift it to, um, gift it to us. And we will, we will, you know, get it into the hands of, of someone in the community. Um, you know, again, my, my firm, and, and strong belief is that, you know, a bicycle, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredible, simple invention. Um, it, it's, you know, for, for some, it's a, it's a recreational thing for, for kids. It's, you know, it, it's, it becomes your lifeline to, to, you know, the rest of the neighborhood, you know, my world expanded, exponentially when I learned how to ride a bicycle, you know, you, you, you have the radius you can reach on your, you know, in your sneakers. And when you get on a bicycle, you know, that the radius is just gets bigger. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's such a accomplishment as a kid to learn how to, do you remember to learn how to ride a bicycle? Yeah, you take those training wheels off. You remember all the struggling and... and the falling over and the crying and the, and all the stuff and, and, uh, but that day, there's that day, you know, that day where you just, man, that, you know, again, it's like, uh, I bring these movie quotes or these pictures, but, you know, remember Forrest Gump when he, when he, the day that the braces came off of his yeah, legs and he learned to legs. run. And, and so, you know, for a bicycle, you know, it's the, it's the same thing, you know, the, the training wheels fall off and you just 
go, you know, and, and, uh, and you never, you know, here I am 50 years old and, and I'm still, I'm still riding a bike, you know, and, and, uh, I get as much enjoyment out of it as I, as I ever did. And I'm still, I'm still having accomplishments. I'm still breaking plateaus. I'm still doing more than I, than I ever imagined that I could do. And I'm doing it on, on my bike. So, you know, it, it you know, the bicycle answers, you know, we got a lot of things going on in the world right now. Um, you know, poverty is an issue. And so you can't afford a car, but who, who can't afford a bicycle? Um, you know, we're really worried right now. We're talking all this global warming and, and I don't, I don't want to take this down any political roads at all. It's, it's uh, but, you know, if you were looking for a solution to carbon footprint and, and, and things of that nature, you know, bicycles, you know, how many, how many trips a week could you cut out using your car, you know, just by jumping on your bicycle and, and heading to the grocery store and grabbing, you know, a day's worth of groceries instead of getting in your car and driving, you know, or, or you want to go to that, wherever, you know, most people live their lives in a, about a two mile, three mile radius of, you know, where they live. And, and, uh, um, so, you know, jump on the bike, go to the grocery store, jump on the bike, go to the hardware store, you know, jump on the bike to, to go grab that burger and that beer, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so how many trips a, uh, a week, a month, even if it was just a couple of month, uh, car trips, could you cut out just by jumping on your bicycle and, and, and I mean, using your feet for that matter, but, but, uh, um, so, you know, carbon footprint print reduction, uh, um, just overall health, you know, uh, uh, you only want to lose that 10 pounds, you know, or get on your bike, be more active, you know, uh, um, you want to get your kids, you know, to, to stop spending all their time, you know, in, in front of their, their PlayStation or their Xbox, or, you know, now these days, gosh, they're walking around playing games on their phones. Uh, um, get them interested in bicycles, you know, um, it, 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 it has so much reach. So there's so many opportunities across many different spectrum spectrums that, that are answered, you know, just by something as simple as a bicycle. Awesome, Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do ramble. <laughs> no, no, that's great. You know, the less I talk, the better we are. Yeah. Uh, so that wraps up, you know, anything that I have for you today. How can people get, you know, in touch with you, in touch with the uh, Lake City Bicycle you, Collective? You know, if, you, if you're on Facebook, um, you can find us uh, on Facebook, Lake City Bicycle Collective. Um, also on Instagram. And, uh, I'm not sure. I think, I think there's a Twitter page. I, I don't ever interact with it. My wife does, but, uh, um, but you can find the website at www.lakecitybicyclecollective.org or at, um, lcbcbikes.org. And, uh, just go look at the website. We, we, uh, you know, we got, we like to show our milestones. And so we got some little, uh, we got one whole page that's just dedicated to, um, you know, how many bikes we've given, uh, how many bikes we've kept out of the landfill, um, how many helmets we've given. And I, and I forgot to give a, a, a big thank you to Kootenai Health. Um, they provide us with as many helmets as we can use. And so I've, I've, I'm sure, well, they made a one-time gift of uh, 200 helmets. And so, uh, but yeah, I, I have a connection over there that I just, I make a phone call and, and, uh, you know, we're out of this size, we need a few more and a box of helmets shows up. So, you know, they, they, uh, also, uh, you know, they, they connection to the community, you know, that's, that's one thing that, uh, that, um, that really, that I enjoy about, uh, about this community. And I'm not, I'm sure it's not just this community, many communities, but, uh, I've had the opportunity to connect with some of the most fantastic community minded, um, selfless people in this in this project and uh man i hope it goes on for for years and years but uh, again uh lcbcbikes.org or you can you can print it out you know long long ways all one word lake city bicycle collective.org and and just go in there and and, and see what we're doing and again if you want to you know make a donation hit that donate button 
Um, if you want to know where to drop a bicycle off, the address um, is in there. If you want an opportunity to volunteer, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of different places that you can, where you can call or you can send an email if that's, you know, more comfortable for you. Um, we, we make it as easy as we can to, for you to, to catch up with us. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you and Coeur d'Alene also, you know, on behalf <laughs> of Coeur d'Alene, thanks for all the work that you're doing. Yeah, well, thank you. You're welcome.